Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. I'm here with Mr. Tate Matthews. Tate, welcome back. Uh, another state championship in the books. Uh, volleyball finished up. This week we have the girls' soccer state tournament. And also the final week, it's hard to believe it, mm. the final week of the football regular season. Obviously a lot of our teams will be continuing to play, and they will do so for several more weeks. But it's uh, it's hard to believe how fast it goes by. We're on the home we're on the home stretch for sure when we're talking football. But can't wait to talk volleyball. But you're right, uh, soccer, uh, well represented. Very excited about that. A little twist though. You got a twist coming. It, I, I will say this: when we look at the bracket, I feel like our better team has the harder road to the final. But I think it gives us the best shot to have two in the final. Right. Which has happened before. With the two teams that are represented. And all Wilco AAA state championship. Yes. AAA in soccer, right? Yeah, AAA. Let's talk a little mm -hmm. volleyball. Congratulations to Coach Brett Young of Nowensville and his team for finishing runner-up at the state tournament. Uh, they come up short against Cleveland, not only in the winner's bracket final, but also in the final. I didn't realize this until I did a little reading up on it, that uh, Cleveland, apparently, that young lady's like the Gatorade Player of the Year last year, and she's a junior. Yes. She's kind of like a – I'm not saying she's as good, but maybe, I don't know. She's kind of like a Logan Eggleston. If you take her off of every team and you have to take your best player, hey, we got to take you, they, they wouldn't win. Correct. No disrespect to the other young ladies, but I'm telling you, she's good. She's legit. Well, she's a Gatorade – I mean, there we go. National. You heard it here, folks. She's good. That's why you tune in for nuggets like that. Uh, but not to get on my soapbox, but 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 well, not my soapbox, but not to get off on a rant. But but it's true. I mean, I don't understand the the. the but I am going to get on my. Soapbox. Here we go. Here we go. I don't understand. Hear me on the whole thing. The disdain <clears throat> that public schools have for private schools. Yet. The Alcoas, the Marivals, the Clevelands don't bother. I, I understand it, but yet Clevelands... You can't have it both ways, you're saying. Well, what I'm saying is, is, is we created a mess on, on the public-private split, in my opinion. That's, but that's a conversation for another thing. But what I'm saying is, is can you imagine if Brentwood or Nolansville were open zone? Cleveland is a city school. They can let people in from out of zone. I guarantee you that volleyball team has some people coming in there just to play volleyball. The, the difference, though, I do think would be, like in our area, is we have so many good teams, it would still kind of be there. They're the one. Correct. I agree. But then they can also go get – what if you telling me if, if – I don't know, but you telling me if Blackman uh, or Smyrna – has a really good volleyball player that they wouldn't be willing to do anything. I, 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 I'm a parent of a volleyball player, and I can get her into Nolansville for $800 a, a year right. and provide my transportation. I'm not going to do everything I can to try to get no, her I get to Nolansville. It. I get it. I get it. Hey, so, I was just thinking, I wrote myself a note here. We need to have Mr. Producer, uh, like a – like a big oversized bar of soap, and we put that out there. Because every once in a while you say, I'm going to get on the soapbox. Soapbox, yes. 
Go ahead and warn. Maybe we'll have a little soapbox derby car. Maybe some That'll soap. serve a couple purposes. Yes. Yes. That's what we need. I love that. But uh, back to it, man. Congratulations to Nolensville. Unbelievable. What a run. Uh, what a run. I don't know that I've ever – we talked about it last year, but then – I mean last week. But then, you know, now that it's done, to finish number two, they were sixth seed in the tournament. The district tournament. The district tournament. They the eight-team. The eight-team district tournament. They were sixth. Sixth. And they sweep that, and then they go and beat Green Hill, and then they go and uh, they, they, they come up. They're the second – Best team in the state. That's just an unbelievable run for Coach Young. Sarah Rucker and the Brentwood Bruins, they finished fourth. Right. Uh, made it all the way to the – they started off with Cleveland, which was going to be kind of tough. Right. It's a tough draw. And then they make it all the way back, losing five sets to Houston uh, in the – what I thought was going to be Nolensville Brentwood to get in the championship. That would have been kind of cool. Uh, Brentwood loses in five sets uh, to Houston. Nolensville turns around after losing to Cleveland on that same night. They beat Houston 3-1. I thought it was pretty interesting, too. Uh, it shows you Brentwood's dominance, and it the Houston coach, who does a good job, I've seen her out there coaching, 23 years she's been at Houston, first time they've beaten Brentwood. Wow. First. <laughs> that's that's – that's a, that's a, that could have been your gym. Well, it, yeah, but it, <laughs> that was a, it was like Houston doing something positive. Yeah, that's right. Hey, I'd, I'd like to know, I'm sure it's been done before, but also think about that, Coach Rucker. Uh, she went to the state tournament last year with Hillsboro, so here she is. She's at the state tournament back-to-back years with two different schools. Pretty special. Pretty special. And they're, let's face it, their best players are younger. Oh, yeah. You hate to say rebuild, but I think Brentwood did have to go through a rebuilding process. Um, they're back. They're back. You take a look at the bracket just real quick. Nolensville, they beat West Ridge 3-0. And that was one of those you said, look at their record, but who have they played? Did you ever find out where they were? Twenty No. 25-19, 25-15, 32-30 in that third set. Then they beat East Hamilton, lose to Cleveland in the what I called the winner's bracket final then beat Houston, lose again to Cleveland. Brentwood loses to Cleveland, but then they beat Maryville, East Hamilton, before losing to Houston. So great run by both teams. Do want to give a shout-out uh, uh, for Nolensville. Uh, senior Maggie Allred did a great job as a leader of that team. Uh, Marley Holden, the libero, wears the different colored yeah. jersey. Kaylee Sandler, another one. But they've also got... Kyra Knox coming back. She's only a junior. And watch out for Taylor, don't call me Ty, <laughs> Collins, who's only a freshman. Yes. Uh, her dad, Mr. Collins, shout out. He's a big fan of the show. Appreciate him watching. But she's going to be one of those that you go, oh, okay. And then she'll only be a sophomore next year, already getting some pretty good looks uh, at the next level. So, no one's in good shape. I do think, based on – who they've got coming back, Brentwood might be the favorite next year. They've got Daly Oldsfall. We talk about her a lot. Over 500 kills on the season. She's only a sophomore. Uh, Eliza McKnight, another sophomore, had 22 kills in that match against Houston. So they'll be, they'll be back as well. But here's what I would say. I believe this. Being in the – I know I keep talking about this, but us being in the – we can only have one of our teams as state champion. Right. No matter what we do with the districts and region, we can only have two make it to the region final. That's, That's it, right. it, it, two. 
Well, we had that. The fact that we have to play during the season, it makes a six seed be able to make the final. We say it all the time. Our six best team could make. Well, they don't. They just did. That's right. And, by the way, I'm going to save it for the gym, but there's another case of that maybe happening too. So I just think it's better. It's better for the regular season. It makes us better at the end. We'll schedule each other anyway. No, you won't. Yeah. You won't. You won't schedule twice. All of a sudden, somebody can't get this. We would love to play, but we can't work it out. Now we have to play. Have to. And it makes our teams better. I love it. I'll defend it. I know TSSAA took a little bit of grief for that, but we're in the same county. That's right. Why would we be splitting up? I'm, I'm with you 100%. I needed that. that. See, I needed We We could have just slid. The soap. Up. We could just slid it over. Maybe maybe uh, intern Lance can have a <laughs> bubbling soap graphic. <clears throat> SEC football, man. It's the same thing. Do you want to be in the SEC or the American Conference? I mean, nothing against that conference, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like with Vanderbilt, they could move and they're going to, they're not you, leaving the SEC. The money matters too, but those games me, are just better. You've heard me go on my letter jacket rant before, you know. <laughs> Hey, we were the Region 4 fourth place team. Actually, that's pretty cool. No one's been put on there. Number six. <laughs> region six. Region six through 4A. District. 3A. District. District 10. Whatever. Sixth place finish. State runner-up. Oh, right. and then put the state runner-up one on the back. That's great. Let's uh, let's talk a little Week 9 football tape. We're going to start with the WCTV game of the okay. week. You and I said it last week. Some out there didn't believe us. We knew it was going to be a great game. Yep. No Owensville wins 17-14. It was close throughout. Uh, the difference, Zion Tamaska. 28 carries, 146 yards, a couple of touchdowns. And speaking of our man, Mr. Tamaska, check out the WCTV Play of the Week. Smotherman goes in motion. It's a direct snap uh -huh. again to Tamaska. Gets to the outside. Has a stiff arm. Has another stiff oh. arm. Thank you. Touchdown, Tamaska, after two stiff arms on the night. How about that? That'll help the average out, Coach. Absolutely. The, you know what the card says. Here comes Tamaska. This is almost the same play, right? The uh, Wildcat formation. And nobody really covered the edge. And once he got outside, We'll see the one stiff arm right there. Thank you very much. My name's Derek Henry. How about a second one for you? I got to say, Coach, that was all Zion Tamaska. He hit the side, and it was not untouched. He had to use the old stiff arm to maintain that outside position. But once he broke the edge, we knew that was going to be six. Well, we got him back there in the Wildcat. I heard our good friend Paul the wild Reese, night. the Wild Knight, calling him a la Derrick Henry. I, first thing I thought was that kind of looked like Dominic Reed. Oh. That's kind of the formation they like to direct. Snap that to Dom Reed, number one. So, uh, Zion, nice job. Zion. Zion. Z. I think Z. We, it's just Z. <laughs> Zaro. We just need to call him Z. 28 carries, 146 yards, two touchdowns. We talked about it. I think going into the week he had 14 total touchdowns. He now has 16 uh, he will not surpass Mr. Touchdown Samson Johnson in career touchdowns. 
good chance he's going to come out of this season with the single-season touchdown record, well-deserved. I'll tell you one thing about him. Watch him run. His knees never stop pumping, man. It, until he's on the ground, you better not count him out. That guy runs as hard as anybody I've seen all year long, any division, any classification, doesn't matter. I love the way he runs, pumping those legs. Leg pi pistons. Coach Bobby, you got to have pistons in your legs, boy. Pistons. He did, man. Bobby Gentry. Did he tell Lyle? He's a Franklin Hall of Famer. Did he tell Lyle that? Lyle, you got to have pistons in your legs, boy. <laughs> and nothing he'd say. He'd say, we're going to hit them a snot bubble tonight. We're going to hit them so hard, they're going to have snot bubbles. It's <laughs> not much I can follow that up with, but uh, I do think Summit proved. I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to be a battle this week with Independence. This week's WCTV Game of the Week, it's for third place in the region. It's border battle. They don't like each other. No. It's going to be. They don't. It's going to be good. The coaches are fine, but yes. just the, the schools. They want to beat each other. But, hey, they want to. They understand the importance of it. Uh, they, they get do. along. With them. And, and, and we've talked about it. You know, record doesn't really show it, but Summit has gotten better and better yeah. and better. Uh, this region just, is just so tough. We're getting ready to have another example of that a little bit down the road. But, but Summit, man, uh, that, 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 that just goes to show you, I think, Nolansville can win 5A. Uh, Summit's getting better. I think Summit can cause people problems in the playoffs. But Summit's not winning the 6A state championship this year. But, I mean, Nolansville's in with a, a dogfight. That 6A region, there's a difference between 5A and 6A. And it, a lot of it has to do with numbers and depth and, and bodies. But um, I just, anytime you see that, I, I, I think it's going to be closer than you think because they're playing in the best district or region in the state. And you heard it Summit. here, you heard it here fo first, folks. We will go 8 and 0 in the first round of the playoffs. I believe so. The four 6As are going to win, the three 5As, and Fairview. That's right. 8 and 0. And if Franklin were in the playoffs, they'd win too. That's right. They would. They really would. All right, let's talk about another great matchup that was highly anticipated. Page at home defeats Centennial 24-12. WCS game day was in the house. And I've got to give her a shout-out. No knock on her people at Fairview, but, hey, it's a reality. Dr. Hill, during the picks, when she said, Fair who? They won't even play us. I'm picking sick. She's great. It may be the highlight of all principal uh, comments this year. I think it's safe to say she has become <laughs> – well, I shouldn't say become. She's been like that ever since she's – Dr. Patton's strong, too. Dr. Patton's good, too. Yeah. I, um, I don't know, man. Maybe we need to We need to get Paige. And, next year we got to go to Paige and Independence so we can see those two on stage together. They throw <laughs> flames, man. It was great. You're right. She was great. It was really good. Was really uh, good. I will say this. They had the mascot show up, which we appreciated. Wasn't quite – I don't think he was quite as good as the guy from two years ago. He was good. He was good. But he, not not our West Point guy. I don't know that it's possible to top our West Point guy, <laughs> Braden, Brennan. Uh, but I will say this. I can't, any emails from PETA or anything like that? I mean, the torture no. that the Cougar went through – was it even made me uncomfortable? I, I didn't realize this, but on so they had this <laughs> fake cougar. 
Dr. Hill sent out a thing, tagged Dr. Dyson on it and said, your cougar looks good over here, like during the day. <laughs> it, was, it was great. The, the flag, the flag uh, runners. The flag runners. Just were, coming in the script. They, and <laughs> they were, Paige, man, it borderline. I can tell. Nervous isn't the right word. I keep uh, thinking the stage is going to tip over yeah, or the table's yeah. going to move. For, for those that have never done it, I mean, that's 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 harder to do than you think it is. What, what you're doing, you've got to keep – you're the host of the show. You've got to keep that thing on track. So, what, I, trust me, I know, I know man, that's, that's not as easy to do as you think. By the way, you had a little – another level of anxiousness added. We were 100% live. Throwback to former uh, uh, producer of this – show our man Newt, not near live, <laughs> live. Uh, so that, you have that to deal with. And I, anxious, yeah, anxious. anxious. You, you can see they make you a little bit like. Which is good. I need to be able to, PHS Studios. Mr. They, Holt and his crew. They killed it. They, they killed were it. really the good. The cheerleaders were great. The student section was great. Uh, the drum corps at the beginning uh, uh, was great. I, you're right, you said this off air, I think. Uh, at night, Rudderville's got a special thing. They got a special it's game cool. atmosphere thing going on at Friday night. It's pretty cool, man. And congratulations. So this kind of went back and forth. But we were talking about before the game that Coach Rathbone had gotten his 100th win. And then it was like, well, when you look at the publications that are out there, it didn't add up to 100. So you and I both were like, okay, then let's redo the math on it and see where it's at. Coach Rathbone let us know. He didn't even hesitate. I won 102. Which <laughs> was great. Congratulations to him. Yes. Uh, um, yeah, congrats. He's, and I say it all the time, he kind of is Paige to me. Yeah. And I that's agree. no, nothing against anybody else, but he's lived it. He's been there. Uh, he's been successful. Uh, you know this better than me. When he got the job, I don't know how that was viewed. I have no idea. I'm just, our first head coaching job. Uh, I've been a first-time head coach, and I'm sure they were like, who's this guy? Yeah, so. <laughs> How many did you win that first year? Three. Three. Uh, which reminds me, that first year, uh, I'd been helping with the girls' team, and uh, we were getting beat for one of the 21 times, apparently, during the year, and someone shared with me that somebody was yelling in the crowd, he's only coached the girls' team. He can't coach boys. And I said, well, next time he says that, tell him I wish the guys played like the girls. Our girls were rolling. It's even better. You know, just make it a knock because I hadn't yeah. been the boys' coach before. But yeah, well, you gotta love fans, right? Like, here's a nugget from Friday <laughs> night that I heard. This was really good stuff. Come on, boys, tackle somebody. <laughs> That's it's good. Guys. I was like, that is really good. <laughs> That's the problem. Thanks for the help. Centennial could have used some of that. That, that, that guy, Centennial. Coach Stewart needs to put that guy on staff. Needs to be on staff. Hey, to the game, let's talk about this. Uh, controlled by Page from the get-go. Yes. Uh, Jonathan Palmer hits Henry Kaysen early in the game, gives him a lead. Then here comes Eric Hazard and O'Marion Anderson. They force a fumble. A couple plays later, Palmer to McLean Copeland, and it was on. 21-6 at the half. Really wasn't in doubt the whole game. Take a listen to some, listen to some of these stats. Ethan Cunningham, 24 carries, 158 yards. But here's what I think the difference is this year. Defense, Hazard, seven tackles, two for a loss, including two sacks. Brendan Ains, nine tackles, four for a loss. 
Sean Cunningham, five tackles, a sack, and an interception. William Weebush, an interception. I think they've got a better shot to win it this year. The offense, let's just say it, it's not as good. It's fine. It's not as good as it has been. The defense is significantly better. Get them to the finals, they win it. Uh, good take. Um, and, I, and I think another thing, uh, I had not seen it, but then I, I got to see it Friday. Uh, big O, O'Marion Anderson. He's in the good. Middle. Hey, man, he's, he's back to being uh, 100%. And I didn't, I didn't realize that. Ains and Hazard are unbelievable. But, man, when, with him, you have to address him in the interior, right? Or he's going to cause problems. Well, now all that does is you're not blocking those two one-on-one. -on -one. He's a big part of that puzzle, too. So, you know, that's kind of – remember when the Baltimore Ravens were great and Sarah Goose there you go. and Sam Adams? There you go. Those guys, they were they, – they, all they wanted those guys to do was have to be double-teamed to free those other guys up, Ray Lewis, to go get the football. Uh, what was the uh, – Suggs, Terrell Suggs. Was He's a big part of that. And then you got those guys flying around. Hey, you saw both of them all four quarters. Who did Centennial struggle with more on defense, Brentwood High or Page? Page. That Page defense is legit. And then you were talking about the offense. I'm not willing to say it's not as good. It's different. Well, and when I say that, it's, it was so explosive. Yeah, they were so explosive. It's not as explosive. Right. But it really, this offense kind of matches the way the defense plays. They're, 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 they are well put together. This was a – this was a – Hey, Centennial knows, Coach Stewart, uh, I, I love every time you see his quote, he always says, I'm just going to keep it real. And then something like we got our tail kicked, something comes. Uh, Coach Stewart believes in keeping it real. This game was never close. Eric Hazard, I'm a huge Hazard for yeah. a lot of different reasons. Yeah. Last year we do uh, the Wilco workout. First one to come up and say, thank you guys for doing this. He comes and sees us before the game. I see Grandpa Hazard at the game. He comes over and says something to us. Appreciate him watching too. Yeah. Uh, Eric, that, Eric is and Eric, Eric's. He's a major, major prospect. power five. Yeah. But not only that, player. he's just a guy I'd like to, I'd like to coach. Yes, any sport. Yeah. Stick him on the basketball court. Baseball. I know he's played some baseball. Oh, and by he's the way, uh, Big Ronan was back. That helps. Uh, that was, All of a sudden, the offense got better. <laughs> offensive line gets a little bit better. Brentwood, twenty-eight zero winner over Independence. Uh, Brentwood, 9-0, looking for an unbeaten season this week in the Battle of the Woods. Uh, listen, uh, no excuses, but Independence, it's going to be tough to win this game. They weren't winning it without Luke McNeil. No. Now, Luke will play this week, the quarterback. Uh, Luke, we all know Luke. Done a good job and plays defense, too. Yes. So, that'll make a difference, him playing this week. Just some stats there for Brentwood. Gavin Nelson, we hear him every week. 20 carries, 104 yards, two touchdowns rushing, also one receiving. Baylor Hayes, another strong performance, 16 for 25, 178 yards and two touchdowns. Clayton Merrill, 85 yards receiving and a touchdown. And, oh, by the way, Tate, that defense is pretty good too. Only gave up 123 yards to Independence. I know uh, their starting quarterback didn't play. I don't care. You hold Independence to 123 yards. Of total offense, your defense played lights out. Defense has played lights out all year long. <clears throat> uh, nobody scored a lot of points on them. And Brentwood is the most complete team. They really are. They, they, you They're know, good. One, they've got the best quarterback in the region, in the conference. He is. We've got a lot of great ones. He's the best. He's the best. Uh, Gavin Nelson, man, I mean, 
he's having as fine of a season at the running back position at Brentwood as I can ever remember. Um, you know, and they're just so balanced. 104 rushing yards. Hayes has 178 passing yards with two touchdowns. Clayton, the, the younger Merrill, he's actually the, the middle Merrill. There's another one coming, by the way. Uh, but he had six receptions. I believe seven Bruins caught a pass. Maybe six. Definitely six. Maybe seven. Um, they're just balanced, man. 30 seniors. 30 seniors. They're balanced. They've got a great offensive line. Coach Evans done another great job with, with the, and Coach Sanford done another great job with the offensive line. Um, Coach Finch does a great job calling the offense. Coach Kane does a great job calling the defense. We we talked about it at game day. Uh, you got Maximus Orifice and Will Adcock on the inside. Those two guys are they're linebackers that like contact. They're flying around with the football. You got Mr. Turnover Johnny Silvestri in the back end, man. Uh, oh, and by the way. Uh, Armstead, he's averaging 41, 41 plus yards a punt. They're just a complete They're football good. team. Maximus Orford, that, that, that is the most outstanding name. If they don't have a strength and honor poster made, no they're kidding, missing man. the boat. That's big time. I mean, jo Johnny Silvestri, I thought that that's was good, good too. But Maximus Orford, come on, man, that's, that's strong. Yeah. Hey, here's one we both liked Franklin gets off the Schneid. 21-7 win over Mount Juliet. Mount Juliet came in undefeated. They break a 22-game losing streak that dated back to September 24, 2021. That win was over McGavick. Uh, down 7 nothing at the half. They've had a lot of games, second half because of their depth, honestly. Right. That they've sort of faded, not this time. Second half, they don't give up a point. They score 21 points. Uh, Dr. Defense filling in. And you said this on your show this past weekend you got to give Coach Melton credit. He's been laying the foundation the past couple of years. Donnie Webb's been coaching that defense. 177, excuse me, gave up 222 yards. They only gained 177. Yeah. But to give up 222 yards, the difference, the turnovers. Yep. Mount Juliet three, Franklin one. Congratulations to those young men for hanging in there. They've been playing hard. Happy to see them get a win. No doubt about it. So happy for those kids, players. Uh, so happy for that staff, like the, the coaches, and and uh, you know, Coach Webb's one of the greats. But he'll, he'd be the first one to tell you, uh, you know, none of this is done without the, the the work that Coach Melton's put in the last two years, and with the staff, right? Uh, I think maybe no. I think more than any other sport, like you. You can't do it without a staff. Not on this level. You can do it on single A. But 6A football, you can't do it without a staff. So none of this happens without Coach Melton. First of all, I don't even know if Donnie Webb comes back and helps if it's not for Alex Melton. I'm talking before all this. So, uh, But, yeah, man, they were down 7-0. and And I think this is not a shot. I, sometimes we throw shade. This is not a shot at Mount Juliet. But this is exactly what you're always talking about, like with the volleyball, with the soccer, with this. Iron sharpens iron, man. They've played eight games, but they haven't played tough teams. Uh, let me get a little more direct. And some of it's probably not their fault because the, the reason they're region, right. their schedule is pitiful. <laughs> I love it. Am I wrong? Uh, it's not very good. It's pitiful. Yeah. And, and uh, Listen, they can't help who they play in the region. Right. They can't. I'm, so I'm not blaming them necessarily for all of it. But if you're trying to make a deep run in the playoffs, you don't play their schedule. No. 
or this happens. So you just don't. And I'll say this: if Franklin could theoretically play their schedule, Coach Melton would still be the coach. Uh, they'd be a re they'd win the region championship. I up mean, there. and so I love the fact trying to play better people, uh, and I think the schedules were the difference there because Mountain Juliet's players are better than Franklin's players. They are no no disrespect to Franklin at all. Although I still say this, man. You give me Young and Jackson, I'll take that pair. Of course. I'll take that but pair. But I'm just saying, if you went to coaches and said, you got to coach one of these teams in this game tonight, they'd pick Mount Juliet. Yes, yeah, I agree. They uh, would. I, and you should. But Franklin, they've got a nice – they've got a better team than people realize. Yes. We've been saying it, and that proved it. So, congratulations. Fairview, 32-14, winner over Sycamore. Uh, unbeaten in region play. This week's game will be for the region title. Hey, a guy I want to mention, and we've been mentioning him all year, but you just look at his stats. Every game, Jax McCoy gets better. Yeah. Every game. 14 for 22, 155 yards, three touchdowns. He also had a rushing touchdown. Uh, Wendell Billingsley, we know about him. He receiving and running the ball and all this. I think he even threw a pass for like 50 yards or something like that the other night. 11 tackles. Trayvon Murray, 12 tackles. Uh, Grady Jean, a freshman with a receiving touchdown. But when I look at him, Caden Lee, another guy had a big game. Yeah. 105 yards uh, receiving and a touchdown. To me, what you see that is noticeable, at least statistics-wise, Jax McCoy is getting better and better and better. Yeah. Well, he's a sophomore, but now he's a sophomore that's played nine games, right? So he's not really a sophomore anymore. And, and Coach Hughes said that, you know, he, he at the beginning of the year. Hey, what's going on? And he's playing like a sophomore. He is a sophomore, right? He's an athletic kid. He can run. He can pass. Uh, they're getting better. And, and the thing I also love is, you know, you're seeing more and more. At the beginning of the year, it was Billingsley, Billingsley, Billingsley. And then you start to see Trayvon Murray. Now you're starting to see Caden Lee. And you're seeing other guys right. starting to step up. They're more balanced. Uh, they, can, they, can, they can score points. Fairview's, Fairview's you want to be playing your best football in the postseason, Fairview's definitely going to be able And to they're do pretty that. young. Yeah. You, you, next year, kind of back to what works. And they had a great year this year. Yep. Ravenwood, 18, Oakland, 42. It was one of those that Ravenwood got out early, up 12 nothing. It was awesome. They kind of threw everything out there. They blocked a punt. They converted an onside kick. They had an interception by Jalen Pollard. Davis Dowling gets a couple rushing touchdowns. But it just wasn't enough. Made too many mistakes. Uh, in that game, doesn't hurt them, honestly. Uh, I think they still go away from that going, you know what, we played somebody like them later in the playoffs, we'd be all right. Hey, they were they were up, what, 14-0. 12 nothing. 12 nothing, yeah. And had a chance to go get another one. Uh, and didn't do it. They, didn't do they've it. had a few of those. Right. Youth. I, I, Coach Hester, Mama Hester, y'all don't want to hear it. <laughs> I, I, I blame some of it on the youth. Well, and you also, your best player didn't play much. Right. By design. And he'll play this week. He'll play a lot more this week. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, he, he's good with it. There you go. I mean, who schedules Oakland week 10 other than a guy that's securing his job and knows what he's doing? I, hey, we're going to have to beat somebody like this, like Oakland in the playoffs. And the best team they played was week one. That's right. Alcoa, better than Oakland. Uh, let's talk a little soccer. Yes. So I want to start with this one. In AA, I want to give a big congratulations to Coach Sizemore, who's done a good job there at Fairview. Great job. They end up getting beat in the sectional, a really good Hume Fogg team. Uh, they're only down one nothing at the half. They end up getting beat 5 nothing, but they got to host that sectional. They win the region 
over McNary Central 4-3. They're down 2 nothing at the half. They come all the way back, winning overtime. Malia Martinez with the goal. Wanted to make sure we gave a proper shout-out to Coach Sizemore in Fairview. Uh, really sort of quietly because of what the bigger, school do, bigger schools do in soccer. They've got a pretty good little program. They there, do. Man. And it's been being built. I, I think next three to four years, Fairview makes it to the state soccer tournament. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. So congratulations to them. Now, let's talk about this one. So we talked about last week district tournament that uh, Franklin is up being the sixth seed, Ravenwood. They make it all the way to the final. Uh, Lincoln County, Spring Hill had no shot at beating us. Region final, Ravenwood wins the district, a la Nolansville. Uh, then they – region final, so they beat Franklin. Right. So excited, I can't get this out. <laughs> then we host Gallatin, Ravenwood. They're down at the half. They score two goals to win it. Franklin goes to mighty Hendersonville on the road, and they win 3-1. Next thing you know, they're both in the state tournament. And I know I've alluded to it, but let's just say it right now. This week's gym I love. The second sixth seed in WCS, and we're only on sport number three, <laughs> to make it to the state tournament. Sixth seed in the district tournament. Yeah. Ravenwood's in the state tournament. Obviously, Nolensville Volleyball was the other one. Iron sharpens. That's a, that's a Adidas Matthews Team Sport t-shirt, I think. I, I think so, too. It's iron strong, sharpens man. iron. It's unbelievable. Hey, I would love it. So I, I said a lot there. A couple of things I wanted to mention. Uh, Ravenwood, when they beat Franklin, they were down one nothing late. Yep. So you're the sixth seed. You're not even thinking you can beat Mighty Franklin, who hadn't even lost a match. Sidney Delbo, a sophomore, scores a goal. Addison Howell, a junior, scores a goal. Same thing happened against Gallatin. They're down one Gallatin. 1-0, one they score two goals late. And then, of course, Franklin takes care of business at Hendersonville. All right, because we're a little short on time. Take a look at that bracket tape. Okay. Let's look at that state tournament bracket. I think you would agree with me that uh, Franklin's on the tougher side. Yes. But Franklin, I mean, this is no disrespect to Ravenwood. Franklin's the better team. Yes. For us to have a chance to have two in the final, the bracket's actually set up nice. What are your thoughts about the bracket? Uh, I think Franklin was unbeaten. Remember, right. I, I think sometimes people misunderstand that. We, we alluded to that last show. Unbeaten, that means there was a tie out there. Right. But uh, they've been by far the best team all year long. That, that's not – I mean, Ravenwood would tell you that. But that's what's awesome about them winning. So, uh, I think Franklin's definitely on the tougher side of the bracket. But I think that's a good thing because I think Ravenwood's already proven. Uh, I think Franklin's the better overall team. But it really doesn't matter. They weren't the better overall team a week ago, right? So you got to – I'm assuming we're talking about Bearden here, right, the, the yes. elephant in the room, which be careful, Coach Bergoin. That guy likes to pick fights and oh. post-game. <laughs> Good gracious. Just be careful when you beat him. That boys match with Brentwood last year. Yeah, man. Golly. Isn't that the same it's about, cat? It's about half dangerous. Goodness. He needs to go to the <laughs> – Ellison Sportsmanship <laughs> Conference. We need to give him a, a, a token. Uh, I like it. Here's why. That's the tougher one, but I think Franklin's our better team. I'm not saying Franklin's going to beat Ravenwood. I think they're the better overall team. Okay. Uh, so that's good. You're going to beat Walker Valley, and then Bearden's going to beat Houston. 
I really like Ravenwood's draw. Oakland, same thing. No offense. You've been up there beating uh, whoever, Warren County, yeah, whoever. Uh, you haven't seen what Ravenwood's seen. Ravenwood's going to beat them. Then Dobbins, Bennett, and Collierville. Going to assume that one's going to be Collierville. I think Ravenwood's got a pretty easy path. I do too. Uh, easy's not the right word. You're in the AAA state soccer tournament. I think they have a really good path to the state championship game. So all we need is Franklin to pick off Bearden. It's an all-Wilco final. And then who knows? I think we're going to have our second six seed in the final and a runner-up. And they're going to be runner-up because they're going to get beat by Franklin. So you're saying Franklin's beating Bearden? Yes. I like it. Franklin's good, man. I know. Bearden's good, too. Yeah. Franklin. Yeah. Franklin. Hey, it's a Wilco show, but we got to. I'm glad they moved down a division because now we can cheer for him again. The cookie monster from yes. Station Camp, he's back at the state tournament. I hope they too. win. Me too. I hope they win. Uh, Pickums, got to be quick, Tate, but okay. you probably want it to be. Last week. Let's just gloss over that. You and the fans and Dr. Qualls all went four and two. Yours truly, you didn't need me to, but I went five and one. So here we go. Qualls. Which pick- one did I miss that you didn't miss? Oh, you picked Oakland. Which – Right, I, I, I see what you're doing, and rightfully so. I'm trying to get a dub here, man. <laughs> Qualls, the competitive nature just Qualls, takes over. Qualls, 51 wins. You have 52 wins. I should be ashamed. The fans have 53. It's embarrassing. And I have 56. So you're four now. I still think you're going to finish second. I, I really didn't. You need to, because I don't know if – nothing against the fans, but they're always going to – I might have to retire if I lose to Dr. Q. You won't. I uh, already got his picks, by the way, early. First time he's done it early. So let's go through our picks. And by the way, fans, you can continue to vote on WCSCO Athletics. Let's start. I'll start because I told you what I was going to do. Miss Hester, I know you're listening. Brentwood, 9-0, 4-0 in the league versus Ravenwood, 7-2, 4-0 in the league. Brentwood's got 30 seniors. Ravenwood doesn't have 30 seniors. Battle of the Woods, WCS game day, I've said it. My whole career in a rivalry, you're almost better not having the expectation of winning because I think those games get messed up. We can. The rivalry games are wild. If I'm not mistaken, Coach Hester has never lost in this game, and I say he's going to keep it up. Ravenwood. Oh, go on Ravenwood. Ravenwood Good. with the win. You heard it here, Tate Matthews. Plus, I said it at the media day. So, are you doing it because you believe it or because you said it at media day? I believe it. Okay. I'm going up five on you is what I'm saying. Okay. Well, I just gained one back, uh, <laughs> and I'm the one who picked Ravenwood to beat Oakland, but they ain't beating Brentwood. 10-0. and 0. Regular season for the Bruins. The Bruins get the win. They're a more complete team. On paper, I agree. 10-0. and 0. Thursday night matchup. This one is one where – if Nolansville can win, Page versus Nolansville, Page is hosting. If they win, now there's a three-way tie. Nolansville ends up getting the one because of one win-loss record. Centennial would be, I believe, second in that case, and then third would be Page. I think that's right. I just know Nolansville would win it. They all have one loss is what you're saying. That's right. If Nolansville That's wins. right. Yep. And so Nolansville would have – Then go to And go down to losses. So it would be – Actually, Page would be two. No, Centennial would be three in that case because of the head-to-head there. So it would be bottom line, it's for region title. 
Thursday night. I think it's going to be a close game. Who are you picking in this one? Uh, Nolensville's eight and one, three and one. Um, they lost to Centennial by three. I think this is the best job Paul Derrick's ever done. And he it's good. Head coach that long, but last year a lot of people were talking about that. that. You know, they graduated so many people. They've done a great job. You don't have to worry about the tiebreaker. The Page defense is too good. The Patriots. I agree, Page, in a real close game. But I'm going Page. Centennial at Hillsboro, seven and two, three and one, versus Hillsboro, six three, uh, six and three, two and two. I think it's a little bit of a trap game for Centennial. Me too. Hillsboro will be fired up because they know Coach Stewart and they'll be wanting to beat him. Walton's not going to get it, though, Centennial. Where's this be- game? At Hillsboro, but they better be careful. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Hillsboro played Centennial very close. Not Centennial. Nolensville, right. very close. Uh, Page, not so fast, my friend. 35-7. Yeah, thanks for coming. The only good thing about going to Hillsboro is uh, after the game. <laughs> We're not going over the box seat, are we? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Holy cow. Don- I was going to say. The donut, Dan? What are you going to say? The donut, yeah, I was going to say on the way home, after you can just walk right over the donut, Dan, get you a dozen to take home. Or you can go, well, the, it's not the, it's crow's nest now. But uh, that's the only good thing about going there. Coach Stewart did coach there. He and Coach Brown are good friends. Doesn't matter. Centennial. Centennial. Fairview playing for the region championship. They're undefeated in the region 3-0. and White House Heritage, 3-0. It's at Fairview. Who you got in this one, Tate? Fairview. I mean, I can tell you why if you want, or Fairview. Fairview. Where? where? That's the sad Sam dump. Fair. The game's at Fairview, though. I know. We'll we'll be going to Snappies. I know, but they're playing the sad Sam's dump. (laughs) We're both going Fairview. (laughs) Snappies. (laughs) Franklin at Overton. Uh, Franklin finishes the season with two straight wins. They roll Overton on the road. Agreed. Yes. Really like Coach Broom. Don't care. Coach Webb has the back on Lake, Kentucky Lake in Paris. <laughs> he's got the, he's with Dr. Webb, <laughs> and they're on the Tritune, just cruising down Kentucky Lake. Making the offseason nice. Coach Webb looks like a CCR, Creedence, Clearwater <laughs> Revival type guy, don't you think? Yes. Yeah. He does. Almond Brothers. Almond Brothers, maybe some Doobie Brothers. Doobie Brothers for sure. All right, here's the final one, and it's the WCTV game of the week. I think this is a tough one to pick. You're going first. I've already that. made up one game because you are trying to prove a point picking Ravenwood because you picked it back at Mojo Tacos. I make my second game up. In the border battle. In the border Independence battle. Independence at Summit. Yeah. Mason McElhaney, 150 rushing yards, 150 passing yards. Coach Coleman. And the Sparties, old Sparty, they get it done. You could cut this thing to two. I'm cutting it to two. Because I'm picking independence. Yes. And I go back to media day. What did I say? Surprise team in WCS is independence. And to be six and four, three and two in the league, third place would be a huge surprise in most people's mind. Two beat up. So you're going Summit. I'm going old Sparty. So you could cut this thing to two, or you could be down six. That would be <laughs> it'd be embarrassing. Turn out the lights. It'd be embarrassing. Uh, by the way, I want to say this: it'd be embarrassing for you <laughs> to be down six. To me, come on, I'm the basketball guy. 
Uh, do want to say this? Uh, I say this with, uh, you know, kind of a heavy heart. This no. Intern Lance, who's no really, kinda. It is really anyway. not intern Lance. Right. It's uh, full-time Lance West. He's moving on to another job. We'll see him on down the road. we got a film. We'll see him at some media days and some game days. And who knows? Could come back to the, to the nest someday. But uh, good luck to Lance. And I know he's got a bright future ahead of him. Very fine young man. Uh, he's a great husband and a great daddy now. Uh, took a lot of pride in the show, took a lot of pride in the game days and the media days. Hey, the media days just don't go without them. So uh, you don't replace somebody like, well, you do. You replace somebody like Lance, but you're not, you're not getting as good as what you had. He's a good one. Producer Creed would tell you the show must go on. And we call him intern Lance because if we're not messing with you, then we probably really don't like you. <laughs> so you'll always be intern Lance. <laughs> Tate, see you next time. Yeah, man. Uh, playoffs next week. Can't wait. Playoffs. Playoffs? <laughs> and we'll be talking, hopefully, a soccer state championship and a gold ball. I mean, a silver ball. Silver trophy. Can't wait. Yep. Thank you for joining us for Sports Connection. We'll see you next time.